Hello, everyone, and welcome to Animal Wise, the podcast that adds a little animal wisdom to your world. I'm Lauren McCall, podcaster, author, teacher, and founder of the Lauren McCall Animal Communication Academy. But I, but I thought you were a peripatetic. I can't even peripatetic podcaster. podcaster. <laughs> well, yes. you left that out. You disappointed me. <laughs> That's me. I, we've got a wow on right from the beginning there. <laughs> I'm I'm actually Bertha Eddington, also a podcaster, digital marketing professional, and animal lover. And if you could be a professional animal lover, I would be. Um, today we're going to carry on sharing conversations with animals in the UK, uh, especially since Lauren and um, her lovely wife just recently moved there. I believe these particular animals that we're talking about today were next door neighbors at one of the places where you lived before you finally found your new home. Is that correct, Lauren? That is true. Uh, We stayed with some relatives before we found and bought our beautiful new flat in Torquay in Devon. At the time, however, our next-door neighbors had uh, chickens and pygmy goats, two pygmy goats named (laughs) Eric and Odin, uh, and I had the pleasure of chatting with them. Oh, that's so great. I have a very, very dear friend who very much wants to have enough land to have chickens and goats. That's her Mm -hmm. ideal. And we always used to go to our local nursery, which has chickens roaming around in the garden shop. Um, Our favorite one is Senorita Pantalones, or Miss Pants (laughs) in English. Uh, And it's easy to see why she's called that, because her legs are filled out with ruffly feathers. So it looks like she's wearing pants. So, yeah, she's so cute, Senorita Pantalones. So what can my friend learn from your chat with your furry and feathered neighbors? Well, first, I chatted with one of the chickens, as you'll hear, and she was a very gregarious little lady. And I started out by asking her how she liked her lovely little living area that they have. And the chicken replied, well... We're pretty happy. There's a lot of activity in this yard, which we like. Chickens are social. We like to talk to each other and move around. I asked, well, what do you talk about? She replied, chicken things. (laughs) I said, um, and what is that? She said, well, the state of the ground beneath us, finding food, Lately, it's been hot, so we've been talking about the heat. I said, oh, people are talking about the heat, too. She said, there are similarity between people and chickens. We watch the people, and they socialize and chatter with each other, like we do. And our young like to play, like the small people, also. I said, oh... Well, how else are we similar? She said, well, some of us are more serious. Some have a sense of humor, friendly or shy. You know, the usual. And sometimes when people talk fast, they sound like chickens. (laughs) 
<laughs> I said, that's funny. I like that. I said, you also live with two small goats, Eric and Odin. How do you feel about them? Chicken replied, we like them. I said, great. Are your perspectives on things similar or are they different to the goats? Chicken replied, goats are playful. They fool around a lot. I don't mind, but one of the other chickens thinks the goats are frivolous. <laughs> I said, oh, too much play? She said, yes. And they like to climb on everything. They say that it improves their outlook. I wouldn't know. I generally like my feet directly on the earth. <laughs> I said, do the chickens and the goats work together in any way? The chicken replied, well, the goats are better at alerting people that it's time for food. They are also clever, especially Eric. He likes attention. People are drawn to him. Actually, I like him too. I said, and what do you like about goats in general? She said, well, they are friendly to others, easygoing, and we don't eat the same food. That's important. Mm. There's no competition. They eat a lot of green things, which chickens don't care so much about. Green is nice to walk on, not especially to eat. Mm. I said, right. Well, what don't you like about them? She said, let's be honest. They smell funny. <laughs> you get used to it, though. I said, sure. And it's nice that you can share and be friends. She said, I think most animals should be able to be friends. I said, me too. Thanks for talking to me. And goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> What a delightful sense of humor that little chicken has. Oh, she, don't you think? <laughs> she's, I, she's like a gal, pal. She sounds like she'd be fun to play with and have as a girlfriend. Um, mm -hmm. I, I love that she feels that chickens are like humans, that they like to play and they talk and they have different personalities. I, I never would have thought of that, of chickens. And I know in England, where you are now, they call gatherings of women hen parties. Um, and after hearing your conversation, it actually makes sense and doesn't sound as derogatory as it always felt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think so. She had an amazing sense of humor. I mean, yeah, she was quite the friendly little one. And I, you know, I also like the fact that they feel a sense of compatibility with the goats rather than competition. You know, she appreciates what the goats bring to the setting. And, and they, they do kind of share an area, you know, they're, they're very, very close to each other. So it's really, it's really kind of fun. Yeah, that's terrific. Yeah. So that brings me to my next chat, which was with Eric, the pygmy goat, um, who shares his particular goat space with Odin. And, um, and I, I just love the name Odin 
for a goat. Oh, yeah. I mean, the, we got the, the whole Norse thing going. Yeah, <laughs> the great magician of Norse mythology. That's that's pretty powerful. They were thinking big thoughts for that goat. Yes, I think they were. I think they were. Um, now, Odin and Eric, they're very good friends. Uh, and I started my chat with Eric by asking, how are things with you and Odin? Eric replied, good. It's too hot, though. I said, yeah, I was just discussing that with the chickens. Eric chuckled and said, chatty, aren't they? They talk, talk, talk. <laughs> I said, so goats are not so chatty? Eric said, not all the time. I said, do you, do you talk to the chickens? Eric said, sure, we're sharing this area, so we are friendly. Of course, their food is so limited. We don't talk about food. I replied, well, they thought it was good that you didn't compete for food. Eric said, I hadn't thought about that. I suppose it's true. So by nature, we goats can be a little competitive, like who can jump or climb the highest or eat the most. Life is a series of little games to play. I said, oh, I never thought of it that way. Eric said, well, I guess you can choose to participate in a game or not. I said, well, like what kind of a game? Eric said, finding things to eat. Um, who can fall asleep the fastest? <laughs> <laughs> who can get the people to come over? That's usually a joint effort for me and Odin. I said, well, do the chickens play too? Eric said, sometimes, but mostly it's us making the noise. I said, well, actually, I have heard you noisily asking to be fed. Eric said, well, it always works. <laughs> we always get cared for, so we keep asking. I said, well, don't you think that you would be fed anyway? Eric said, who knows? It's better to be persistent and ask. <laughs> I said, sure, why not? Eric said, it's a goat perspective. Go straight ahead and don't let obstacles slow you down. If you can't push past it, try again. If that doesn't work, climb over it. If that doesn't work, go around it. We don't like going around things, though. It's like defeat. We'd like to bump aside blocks and obstacles or conquer them from the top. That's part of the game of life, too. I said, well, that is an interesting way to look at things. Eric said, yes. The chickens go around things. They can be very indirect. Goats are more direct. 
I said, well, it sounds like your different styles blend well. Eric said, I guess they do. And it represents a different perspective of what is possible. It's time for me to nap now. <laughs> I said, okay, Eric, thank you. And sleep well. Eric said, always. <laughs> oh, that is so awesome. The goats love to see life as a series of games to play, mm -hmm. even to see who can fall asleep the fastest. I love that. I, I bet a lot of mothers wish they could teach their children that game. And goats are kids called kids as well, right? So Yeah, young goats um, have been called kids as far back as the 12th century. Long time. Yeah, and, and what an approach to life. Taking things straight on and not letting obstacles slow you down. I've always thought of goats as goofy, but at least Eric is a very wise goat. And, you know, it, it makes me, I just have to throw in, it makes me think, you know, we think of our spirit animals or those of us who, you know, what animal we relate to most. And mm -hmm. the more I hear our conversations, the more I realize there's just such wisdom and joy and beauty in all animals, you know, not just the ones that we think of as powerful and strong and you know, like yeah. I, I used to think my spirit animal was a wolf, but, but gosh, goats, what a cool animal that is. Yeah, I think so. I, I agree with you. I was really impressed with the concept of going straight ahead through things. And if you have to climb over the top, but better than going around it, because mm -hmm. there's something about going around things that, I don't know, it, it makes me think about, um, avoiding a subject or, you know, not really dealing with something. Yeah. Right? I mean, that doesn't mean you always have to blast your way through things, but I think they like, I think the goats like the idea of, you know, getting on top of something, getting it done. It's kind of yeah. an interesting perspective. That's inspiring. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I found these miniature goats, uh, obviously delightful and lighthearted and, and actually they're a lot of fun to be around and they, they enjoy being cuddled a bit too. Oh, man, cuddling with mini goats. What fun. I'm just mm -hmm. oh, lovely. Well, thanks for sharing some more wonderful animal wisdom with us, Lauren. And we want to remind all our listeners that we would really like to hear your stories about your animal companions. To find out how to share your story, you can listen to the Animal Wise podcast called Our Story or go to our Animal Wise Facebook page and you'll find instructions there. It's simple, it's easy, and we'd really love to hear your story and include you in our broadcast. Yes, we would. And thanks so much, everyone, for listening and sharing our mission of helping to make our world a better place for all of us with some animal wisdom. Please don't forget to tell everyone you meet about us and subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform, whether that's Apple, Google, Spotify, or just about everything else in the world. And we'll talk to you again soon. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye.